Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're doom scrolling, my man. Good. Uh, All right. Well, no. Okay. Uh, Bruce Willis, he was in the news a while back because they said that he was suffering from, um, what, what's it called? Aphysia? Aphasia? It's uh, trouble um, making sentences, I guess. It's what I'm having yeah. right now. Um, but now they've come out and diagnosed him with um, dementia, which is – I know I've heard Snowcone talk about dementia before. If you know anyone, a loved one who's ever had dementia, not not fun. And he's only 67. I mean, I'm not saying Worst that he's ever. young, but he's not old. You know what I mean? Right, no. That's, that seems young to me to be getting dementia. Promise, Grace. This morning, the family of legendary Hollywood action star Bruce Willis sharing new details about the cruel disease they say he's battling. Plenty more where that came from. Nearly one year after Willis was diagnosed with aphasia, aphasia, a disease that impacts his cognitive abilities, forcing him to retire from his blockbuster acting career, his family saying in a statement, Bruce's condition has progressed and we now have a more specific diagnosis, frontotemporal dementia. Oh, my gosh. That's one of those, you know, when you say if you could cure one disease, I think a lot of people would say dementia. That would be, isn't that, haven't I heard you say that, Snowcone? That's, That's your first one? Sure. Is that your fear, is dementia? Absolutely. Like mine's pancreatic cancer, Lazlo's is uh, ALS. Which I know, Man, I sorry to say it. That. Sorry to say it out loud, but uh, I, yeah, I mean, dementia. I've never had, well, I mean, I guess I did. My grandmother had some form of dementia, but they could never figure out what caused it. She got different diagnoses. At one point, there was a doctor that thought that she got some sort of um, blood uh, disease from a mosquito when she was traveling overseas. Like, this was an actual thing. Really? Like, I think maybe she's got this tropical disease. In it. But the thing was, when, when I saw her, she knew who I was. She knew who my dad was. She, she, she recognized us. She was very excited to see us. So it's not like she forgot, which I right. know people who have uh got a friend whose dad's having dementia issues and a lot of times he just forgets who his son is you know who are you and he has to remind him my grandmother never did that she couldn't talk oh right. so she lost the ability to speak so everything was just kind of Ugh. you know it's just it's it's terrifying now at least she was in her 80s to me 67 a is early. a little too early to be dealing with that senator john fetterman has uh, said he's going to take a break he's checking himself into the hospital for clinical depression. Pennsylvania Senator John Fetterman taking a temporary step back this morning after revealing a struggle familiar to millions of Americans. The lawmaker still recovering from a stroke checked himself into a hospital after being diagnosed with clinical depression. Fetterman's office revealing that he met with the Capitol physician on Monday who suggested he seek care at Walter Reed. 
his chief of staff saying, quote, while John has experienced depression off and on throughout his life, it only became severe in recent weeks. So I read there all the stuff that said depression after stroke it's is super common. Of course, man. It's got to be frustrating. I'd not heard that. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, no, you're depending not walking on, well. You're not talking as well right, as you are. It's on frustrating. You're not making as much progress as you can, yeah. right? Of course. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, every stroke is different. You know, some people... Some people have to learn how to walk again. Some people have sure. to learn how to talk again. I don't know how bad his was. I don't know that much about it. But, of course, every news outlet had some doctor on today talking about how common it is for people to suffer from severe depression. He'd already had, I think they mentioned, some issues. He talked about depression right. in the past, but never anything like this. So they said, hey, you need to go to Walter Reed and uh, check yourself in. Which, by the way, can we just point out, while I'm glad that he's getting help, that old health insurance there comes in handy in a moment like right, that. Yeah. When you say, when your job is telling you, hey, yeah, go ahead and go, go take care of yourself and go right. to this don't hospital. Don't worry about us, right? right? And don't worry about the cost. Yep. Go right? to this hospital that's part of our, our network, essentially. Right. It won't cost you anything, and we'll take care of you. It's well, like yeah. when, the, when the guy made McCain mad, but it was such a great question. He said, when in your life have you not been on universal oh, health care? Yeah, 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 that was good. I mean, because McCain's dad was in the... Army, and then yep. he was in the Navy, and then he became a senator. Right. Like his entire life, he was on universal health care. So, wh- when have you not been on it? Yeah, it's so bizarre that these people are up there, and we're talking about health care being usually near the top, if not the top issue in America. Uh, and they all have health care that we don't have access right. yes, to. Yes, exactly. And you hear them talking about, well, you don't want to mess with your health care. What? You don't have my health care. <laughs> right, exactly. Why wouldn't well, at least one of these senators or Congress people say, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say no to the health care that I'm offered oh, no. to the government. And I'm, I'm going to try your health care. Right. No, it's not going to happen. They're not doing it. No. So it's so bizarre. Look, I don't know that you have to – maybe Bernie Sanders is right. Maybe he's got the right plan. I don't know what the plan is. Maybe it needs to be done by the states. But what we're doing doesn't work. No. And for Fetterman, this is big news that he's got clinical depression. But for a lot of people, you get clinical depression – after a stroke, which has probably already cost you money, yeah. now you're paying these medical bills for the stroke. You probably missed some work. You're trying to get back to work. You think you're going to take off some time to Ugh. go deal with your depression after that? No worse. But most people aren't going to. It's just not going to happen. Uh, there's a new Super Mario World at Universal. Yeah, I saw that. It does look very cool. It looks really cool. But there's some uh, pushback about one of the rides, the Mario Kart ride. Uh, people are calling it fat phobic. I saw a... Uh, I don't know what you call him, a fat activist, something like that. That doesn't sound very good. Fativist. That doesn't sound good, but he's some sort of, uh, you know, pro uh, bigger people's rights kind of guy out of Seattle. And he was saying straight up, this is fat phobic. There's no reason that the ride should be limited. So the ride supposedly is limited to about a 40 inch waist. Right. So if you have a 40 inch waist or bigger, you can't ride the ride. Now, they say there's also other things that can factor into whether or not you're too big for the ride. But the people who are mad are saying there's no reason you couldn't have designed this ride so that dads can ride it with their kids because now, like, right. half of the dads in America can't ride this ride with their kids. I don't know yeah. how many it actually is. It seems the Mario Kart ride located in Super Nintendo World can only accommodate guests with waists measuring 40 inches or less. Okay, so there you go, 40 inches or less. I don't know why I used that guy to pull the... I guess it was the first clip that I found. Um, so there was a guy I saw who said he had a 52-inch waist, and he said, I fit no problem. Hmm. So I, and I, that's interesting because I had heard that Universal had said something about it's not necessarily limited to just that waist size. It, it, it takes in different factors about, you know, I guess how you well, carry your weight. It says the average waist size... For U.S. adults, for men, is 40 and a half. Yeah, that's what I saw last night. And women's is 
39, it looks like, if I'm reading that chart correctly. Yeah. So the thing I read last so night, like, they made it sound like most oh, dads won't be able to ride the ride with them. Most, I mean, just, I mean, if the average is 39, a lot right. of women, too. Right. So I don't know anything about math or how that works. Would that be, it would be a lot of parents that can't ride the ride with them. I don't know what the, I don't go, you know, I've not been to a ton of theme parks. I went to Disney World when I was a kid. Right. Uh, I don't remember, like my brother played football. He was a bigger guy. And uh, I don't remember any issues like this. Is I know I remember my dad not being able to get on, and he was a big guy. You don't remember him not being able to get on? Mm-mm. Yeah, I've always been scrawny, so uh, you know I take that for granted, obviously. But I'm just trying to think of times. Obviously, airplanes. We all know the airplane issue, right? And sometimes people are charged for an extra yeah, seat, an extra or seat. they have to, you know, they get the seatbelt extender or whatever it is. Right. Um, but I, I don't think I've noticed it at an amusement park before. I haven't seen it come up. I'm sure it must come up a lot. Just based on those numbers you just sure. read me, right? And well, I don't know, I don't know if every ride is that. But I no, mean, there must not. not be because, you know, they're making a big deal out of this one. Exactly. I've never had a problem. So if you're on the higher end, though, of that average, then I wonder if there are other rides that they're like, hey, you know. I mean, look, the ride that the, that the guy, the kid fell off of, didn't they say basically he was too big for it? So they yes. they changed the, the locking mechanism, the right. harness, to be bigger so that he no, could I think ride the it. The argument could be, too, if they made the ride, and I don't know about this one, but if they made the rides bigger, then would they be unsafe for little kids? Right, I don't know. You but I would assume that that's or... why little kids can't ride some rides, because the seats have to be bigger. Right, the, the, the harness right, is big enough. Right, it has to be bigger for, yep. for an adult. So it seems to me like they could just make certain seats. I always thought the same thing. I always thought like, it was why weird not? that they didn't have, like, you know, on any of those rides. These are the smaller harnesses for people this size. And then, you know, for kids. And yeah, then this it is just the... seems like you could have three test seats outside, yeah. like, you know, kid, adult, large adult, yep. right? And, and th- then sit in which one, and then that'll tell you, you know, where to go. Right, and, and figure out the average of, you seems know, like the famous go through, okay, we'll make this many kid seats, we'll make this many right. adult seats. Uh, seems uh, easy to we'll do. We'll say this, the Mario thing at Universal looked awesome. It did. It looked really cool. I was I like, want oh, I want to go see that. But I don't want to be that person. What do they call the people who, who show up at the amusement park with no kids? There's a name for that at Disney, right? I, I know they have a name for those adults that show up with no kids, and it's not, it's not a good one. Uh, but I would like to go. I mean, look, I know places like Legoland. Is you know, most you can't people don't measure kid, their but... waist properly either. You're it's not the jeans you're wearing. Supposed to, yeah, you're supposed to... Uh, uh, like a, about, right higher. above the belly button. Yeah, it's right around your belly button, right? Right, yeah. And so that's, that's you they... know, most people are wearing jeans, and they're like, ah, I don't wear right. 41 jeans. Right. Well, are you getting the right measurement? And also, like, I, you know, don't kid yourself. Those are vanity sizes, people. What are? On the, the jeans, jeans you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If, if, why don't all jeans fit the same? Because some people are like, look at that. I'm a Good looking guy. Yeah. You're a 36, huh? Yeah. And, you're, and you're like, these jeans just fit me better. Right. And no, they don't. They make you feel better because yeah. the other guy called it a 40. It is what it is, yeah, right? Totally. And I do think um, when people hear about this ride, they immediately think of their, their jeans, you know, their right, waist on their jeans. It. And that's not what they're measuring. Uh, so I, because when I first saw, oh my gosh, you know, mo- the average American dad. Like the average is wearing a forty inch or forty and a half inch, forty one inch waist. I was like, that seems crazy. But then I looked into it and I was reminded, no, no, no. I was like, oh yeah, I've had to do that. Where they mm-hmm. measure around your basically your stomach and right. they say this is your waist and that's how you know if you're getting a shirt uh, tailored or something like that. Well, for there's a, suit. a picture. Let me see. I saw it. Somebody posted it and it was like male with right forty inch hips. waist. And if you look, you're like. <laughs> 
Oh, to visualize what it yeah, is? Yeah, it was like, because somebody was like, I can't pick, you know what I mean? Like, the person was like, I'm, I'm like a 33 ways. What's it look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm and. Sorry. Okay, I'm looking If now. you Google What does a 40-inch waist look like in men and women? Okay, so let's just start with, they skip 40, so I'll go 41-inch waist. All right. How large is a 41-inch waist? There you go, according to this website that I haven't. Yeah. So that's what they give this you. This is the 41. one they showed here. 40-year-old dad. Uh, it says 41-inch waist is excessively large for both men and women. Don't get me wrong. You can certainly be happy with your physique at 41. So, yeah, but see where they're measuring it there? If you're on Twitch, you can see they're measuring it right around the belly button there. And, and this is the guy I saw here. Let me see if I can turn this one around. That they showed. Okay. That guy doesn't look oh, what, overweight. They, they I mean, maybe that's, that's just our perception now, they, right? They said but that's a 40, he has a 40-inch waist. He had a 40, it, it says he was a 40-year-old lawyer, and it tells you how much, it's men's health, what, he, what his waist was, and how he got a six-pack and all the workouts he did to get there. Okay, because this thing's showing <clears> me, you know, this is what it looks like. What is a 40-inch show like? And I, I don't know, but it just keeps coming up with these pictures. This is what it says a 40-inch waist, oops, looks like. Now, maybe that's because it would be different on a woman. And so, as a guy, he's bigger around just because well, he's bigger anyway. They're also squeezing it. So, well, they're just showing you this is what a forty-inch waist looks like. I know, but Every she's squeezing I... it, so it looks like if you look at this guy, he's just standing there with his arms down. Yeah. If I click on each one, it's like a thirty-nine-inch waist. So, okay, there's a thirty-nine-inch waist on a guy. Now, you, it just yeah. kind of shows the stomach, but there's a thirty-nine-inch waist for people on Twitch. If you're not on Twitch, just Google. Uh, what did I Google? I think I just did forty-inch waist men. Uh, what did I search here? Oh look, I think it was. I just did uh, forty inch male with forty inch waist. That's it. And then I got the first thing that popped up was like, "What does a forty inch waist look like in men and women?" And then, what size waist do you think you are, Snow Cone? I think oh, I just got my jean size, like thirty two. But not your jeans. What do you think you are around there? Do you know? I have no idea. Oh, we gotta find a tape measure. Uh, yeah, I have uh, one at the house. Cloth one. Oh, what? Yeah, one of those soft yeah. ones. You gotta find one. Just, have one at the house. I can't believe I don't have that. My backpack. I should replace the. I was actually using one rabbit. last night. Were you for what? Well, my girlfriend was measuring her her daughter's waist to get new clothes for. Her. Oh, I was I was like trying to imagine you and your girlfriend alone last night. Why did you be like? What was he using? And you said, "Well, no. I was trying to measure," or my girlfriend was trying to measure. I'm like, yes, uh, Laszlo, baseball great, yeah. Tim McCarver, dead at eighty one. Uh, you know who Tim McCarver is? As a baseball guy? Yeah, of course. Okay. Snow Cone, you know Tim McCarver? Just from all the tributes I've seen lately. Okay. Tributes are pouring in this morning for former All-Star catcher and Hall of Fame broadcaster Tim McCarver. He died yesterday at the age of 81. He spent 21 years in the majors, winning two World Series titles with the St. Louis Cardinals. And from there, he made the jump to the broadcasting booth. In 2012, he was honored with the Ford C. Frick Award for his exceptional work behind the mic. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred said McCarver was, quote, one of the most influential voices our game has ever known. Did you ever dream of being a um, baseball guy, like calling a ba- calling That'd baseball fun, games? You know, I mean, I know you got the player, the former player, but right. just to be the guy, even if you're like, I'm never going to play, so to great. be the person who sits next to the former player, and you travel around the country, staying in hotel rooms, First and time. then you go watch baseball games. Be great. Your first one there. And then you leave. Yeah. Everything's paid for, obviously, right? I mean, that's it, your yeah. job. it'd be unbelievable. You think it would get older? No. No. I don't think so either. I think it would be like golden handcuffs. One of those things that even if you're like, man, I hate that I don't get to see my kids as much as I like because I travel all the time. There's just no way to quit because you're like, but I'm calling baseball games. Right. You know, uh, every single game. And really, what is it, 82 games away games? 
Right. So, you, yeah, you're traveling a lot, but... Well, I mean, 82 games a year. Yeah. But That's when you come back, much. at least you're staying for a while. Yeah. You stay for a few days at a time. And then you have a, an enti- months off. When you get a break. Right. So, I mean, you can make up that time, and it's really only 82 days. And it's not like 82 days in a row. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, people kind of... When you think, oh, you'd be on the road 82 days, but that's spread out over months. Right. So, you know, you'd be gone for weekends. Yeah. I mean, and just, I don't know, I assume it still has that same meaning to a lot of kids, but growing up, hearing those voices on the radio, because you listen to a lot of the games on the radio, you mm-hmm. know, you're doing stuff on the weekend or whatever, sure. your mom or dad has the game on, I mean, we had the games on constantly, they were in the background, mm-hmm. so you, you hear these guys, and now, you know, with, uh, hearing Rex Hudler, I think he does, he does a great a job, great job and him. just a super nice guy, like, yep. uh, you know, everybody loves him, that just seems like such a dream job. Oh, it'd be unbelievable. I don't know if it makes you rich or not. Oh, richer richer yeah. than us, yeah. But uh, I know the people who are saying, well, "I'd rather be a, a I'd rather be a billionaire." Okay, I get it. But I'm just saying, realistically, no. You know, there are some jobs out there to call baseball games. It's not like there's only two people that are doing it in the country. It's not the impossible well, yeah. feat like calling a Sunday night football game. It's something that I'm sure a lot of people, especially in radio, there are sports people like you thought about. Sure, like man, I would love to do that. But and you did sports radio where in Jacksonville? I did, yeah, for a little bit, yeah, and then. Did you have your eye on any of that? Any of those people? Like, you know what I'd like to do? Or did you think you'd be in sports radio for good there? Was that your thing? Like, I'll just keep doing sports I didn't radio? I really to be honest with you. Yeah, because you... I were... liked it, but I wanted to do alternative radio. You wanted to do music? I did. Okay. Well, um, I know he Dummy. wasn't... Huh? Dummy. Dummy? Dumb of me. Oh, that was dumb of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like sports is... What's it's so that? consistent, you know. Yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. All the people. All you gotta do is watch the guy before you, right? And then be like, watch oh, TV I in the morning. Disagree or agree with him. Listen to a podcast on the way to work, and boom, right. you've got your information. And if you think back to when we started, like, there's nobody. There's very few people that still work here that worked here when we started, right? But man, you look at the sports people in town. They've all been here. Oh, forever. They've all stayed. They've all yep. got jobs. I mean, that's pretty yep. good job security. All right, we got to take a break. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're finishing doom scrolling, my Good. friend. Good. Let's do it. Uh, that Tesla that you drove to work today? Yeah. You shouldn't have driven it to work today because Why? I'm pretty sure it's been recalled. Oh, because no. Because over 360,000 Teslas have been recalled. And I got to think that's a lot of them, most of them. I don't know. How many Teslas do they sell in a year? That's, boy, I'd have to look that up. But over 360,000 have been recalled. And it looks like every model that I'm familiar with is on the list. This morning, more than 360,000 Teslas recalled over concerns that its self-driving beta software can increase the risk of a crash. NHTSA, which regulates road safety, saying the software allows a vehicle to exceed speed limits or travel through intersections in an unlawful or unpredictable manner. At issue, certain Teslas made between 2016 and 2023, including the Model S, X, 3, and Y. Okay, so how many Teslas have been sold 2021? Now, I don't know if this is the, the globally or if this is the United States, but it says in 2021 it looks like there were 930,000 vehicles over okay. the course of the year. So anyway, over 360, I think I said 362,000 Teslas have been recalled. I do know that you can buy Teslas without the autopilot. What, what do they call it? I know they have their own name. Okay. Whatever You know what I'm talking about, the autopilot yeah. stuff. Uh, it costs extra because I know a guy, well, I met a guy. He had just bought a Tesla and he was telling me about it. Um, 
Because he's like, you know, he didn't make a ton of money. And I was like, oh, you got a Tesla. And he was explaining, like, I just wanted to look. I went to the dealership. Uh, I ended up just liking the experience so much that I bought it. I was like, oh, so, you know, do you let it drive itself? He's like, oh, that's an extra, I don't remember what he said, 10 or 12 grand. Oh, really? Yeah, he's my like, sister so I got one. For that. And they said, my sister got one, and they said it was an extra, like, 10 grand for the okay. self-driving and did So they didn't get it, or they got it? They did get it. No, oh, they That'd did get cool. it. That'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, so have you seen it in, in use? Yeah, I've used it, or I've been in the car with them. I've, I've been in... Um, uh, does it work, does? Yeah, it works great. Well, I was in, and when we were in at South by, we got picked mm-hmm. up by Z Trip in Teslas both times uh, from the airport to the airport. One was the Model S, and one was the X, whatever the SUV is. And uh, we're like, you know, show us the autopilot thing. Like, okay. And they did it, and I mean, looked like it was driving itself to me. I don't, okay. cool, I don't know. Man. I mean, it looked pretty cool to me. I know that obviously if you get enough of them on the road and it's still in beta or whatever, Maybe it shouldn't be legal for people to be using it. Maybe I, I don't know, but uh, that's apparently what the recall is all about. I don't know what they're going to do with this recall. Are they going to turn it? I, mean, off? I don't know. I'm you paid for it. Over You'd have to air. be like, well, it's not actually a recall. They do, they do it all over the air. So Elon Musk had a big problem with calling it a recall because it's not a recall. They're going to send updates over the, the air. air you know, it's all over software updates. Yeah. 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 So, but what does that do? If I pay ten grand for the autopilot thing, is it going to disable so it? It must have been a lot of them because. Uh, I had to do some driving around this morning, but it doesn't matter. It's like three hundred and fifty thousand. And my okay. my car came up with you know how it tells you where to go. Like if you've been to that place a lot of times, like on Wednesday nights, if I plug my iPhone into my car, it'll say like oh, with Google, you're fifteen minutes away from here. And I'm like, it knows where I'm going every Thursday. I'm easy to find, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, like tonight on my way home, it'll say you're twenty minutes from the liquor store. <laughs> like right. it'll know. I'm, that's Google, right? right? I think that's Google, maybe. But it just pops up in my car. I don't know if Apple, my iPhone, does. I think, I don't know. Anyway, uh, this morning I was out of where I usually go, and it just uh, it gave me directions to the Tesla store. Oh, really? I was wondering <laughs> if a ton of people were putting it in. It's like, yeah, you must yeah. be going there. Yeah, or, or if he's like, hey, I'm going to pay big money to just send this out, right, yeah. and it's going to be on Google Maps, and it's going to tell people, hey, come on. You know you want it. Just right. stop by over here. Check out the Tesla store. Did you see that Blackhawk crash in Alabama? Did you see the video no. of that? Right next to a neighborhood. Did you see it, Snow Cone? No, This I thing came down. Now, of course, everyone has Ring doorbell cameras now. Laszlo was just showing me a video from his Ring doorbell where uh, he and his son fell on their asses. It was pretty funny. And your son added some funny uh, music to that video of you guys falling on your asses. You should yeah. put that on TikTok or the Gram uh, or something. It's, it's I don't up know. to him for, to do it, not me. Um, but So the only video of this uh, helicopter coming down was caught by Ring doorbells. So, but okay. you can see it. But then a lot of people pulled out their phones and started recording afterwards. And unfortunately, uh, both uh, pilots that were on this thing died. It was the National Guard running some, you know, practices. A Tennessee National Guard UH-60 Black Hawk helicopter was conducting a training flight near Highway 53 when it went down. The two people on board tragically killed. Looking up in the air, saw the helicopter go over our head and bam, we saw it hit the ground and it exploded. You ever been in a helicopter? Mm, Maybe. I took. A, I feel like I've been on a maybe in Vegas. I took a sightseeing tour on a helicopter. Yeah, okay, what did you do it in uh, the, Ozark. the Ozarks? In the yeah. Ozarks, yeah. And I did it. Well, I've done it twice because I've done it at the Lake of the Ozarks, and then I've done it at Table Rock where you took the boys. I've done uh-huh. it down there too. Uh, because when else am I going to get in a helicopter? I will say the helicopter looks pretty basic. It looks like your basic model. I don't know anything about helicopters, but it looks like your entry level helicopter. Right. The pilot for one of mine. I said, so how long have you been doing this? And he was. He looked like he was probably like in his 50s, right? And he said, I've been doing it for four years. And I was like, mm, I was hoping you'd say 30. you know. Hmm. But I said, so what did you do before this? I was an over-the-road truck driver. Well, there you go. And I decided I wanted to be a helicopter pilot, and I got my license, and now I do this. I was like, all right, that adds a little bit of 
excitement to this, How long right? How would it take to get a helicopter pilot? That'd be a cool I job. I don't know. I know Bill Bird did it. I really wanted to do it. Remember, I talked with uh, Johnny Rollins. Yeah. And he came into the building that day, and I said, I want to go take your classes and become a helicopter pilot. Is there some way we could do this? And remember, he said something like, no, there's no way to do it. He's like, of course there's a way to do it. Oh, yeah, he's he like, was super the, nice. Just come yeah, over. He was like, just promote yeah. the place, and, and you can do it. I really wanted to do that. We should have done it. I know. I know. Being a helicopter pilot. Well, I watched Magnum PI, too. So just the idea of being, being a helicopter pilot. You can buy a helicopter. Cool. You can buy them. You can buy, like, a cheap one for 20, one. 25 grand. And we could do, you know, paint, you know. Yes, we could swim and lies on the side. And yep, yep. We'd just be a private helicopter land, service. Land at Kaufman during Chiefs games. Like, sure. just make some space for us over there, and we'll land. Hell, we'll land on the field. Why not? And just say hello, and then leave. Fly over the victory parades. I'm telling you, I've seen used ones for like twenty five thousand dollars that supposedly fly. And I also watched Little People Big World, and at one point he was looking at helicopters, and they were telling him twenty five thirty grand you could get. We could split it. I'm telling Thanks. you. Better Start than a car. Right. Why do we need a car if we have a helicopter? We can land on top of this building. There's work. nobody here. We can land on the building. We can land at the parking lot. Take it to a show. You need to go home. You need to run to a liquor store. Boom. You just make sure, you know, everyone's going to get used to us being in the air all the time. <laughs> so you just tell everyone else that's in the air all the time. Sure. The, the news choppers like the or whatever. Idea. Hey, we're doing this. I like it. Speaking of flying things, those balloons that got shot down, we shot down the balloon that Lazo doesn't like to call the China balloon. It was just a balloon. It wasn't a but China But it had balloon. a Chinese flag on it. We shot that one down. Then, within the next few days, we shot down like four more things over Michigan and Canada and Alaska. And, uh, you know, it's like, what are these things? Well, it turns out uh, they may have just been like hobbyists. Hobbyists trying to test their own balloons, which they've probably been doing for quite a while without any interference. But after the Chinese balloon scare, the military was on high alert. Suddenly, apparently radar picks up things that are moving a certain speed. They don't normally pick up balloons. After the Chinese balloon was shot down... NORAD said, hey, we're going to look at radar for things that are moving slower. They see these balloons. U.S. and Canada start shooting these things down. And now Biden has said, yeah, they weren't, uh, they weren't anything special. We don't yet know exactly what these three objects were. But nothing right now suggests they were related to China's spy balloon program or that they were surveillance vehicles from other, any other country. The intelligence community's current assessment is that these three objects were most likely balloons tied to private companies, recreation or research institutions studying weather or conducting mm. other scientific research yeah hobbyist balloons is what i saw them called yeah hobbyist you know whatever they're trying for to do aliens maybe for aliens maybe it's their balloons i don't know but i guess everyone was hoping it would be you know chinese or russian everyone thought we were under attack and it was like nah yeah. We just started shooting. We got a little balloon crazy Look at the big news story of the day, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, my man. So yeah. uh, you like golf. You like Tiger. Even if sure. you don't like golf, you like Tiger. I saw Netflix has a new golf show that's like Drive to Survive. Yeah. They said they're trying to promote golf the same way they promoted Shooting F1. me or something. Yeah, I started it. Um, you did? Is it good? I watched one episode. I thought, like, you know what? I'm not a golf person, but I'll bet I'll watch this and I'll get hooked immediately. It's documentary-style docuseries. Sure. I'll get into this. Get know the so right. the first episode was about these two guys that are best friends. One's way better than the other one. They grew up playing golf together. They both play on the tour, but one is clearly better. Right. Uh, that's sort of where I'm at. I'll be honest. I was like, okay, I'm not totally hooked yet, but I haven't given up. I will okay. go back to it. Because I, I want to learn about this live golf, the Saudi golf. Yeah, the, other, the, yeah, the competing yeah. tournament. I, I didn't know anything about this. Other players sure. are... Leaving Big the PGA players, to yeah. go play for this live mm-hmm. company because they've got a lot of money. And yeah. Well, so anyways, Tiger Woods, obviously he was in a horrible car accident uh, a while back, and yeah. no one knew if he would play again. 
And now he's, and he's playing had again. injuries and injuries. Yep. And now he's playing, and he's been playing pretty well, right? right. I don't actually know what the update today is. Tiger Woods greeted by a swarm of fans Thursday, eager to see the PGA's biggest draw back in action. And Woods did not disappoint. Crushing the ball, closing the afternoon strong. Curled it in. Birdies on his last three holes. Great putt. Finishing two under par for the day. And the finishing stretch was vintage Woods. Okay, now there's a headline here that says Tiger Woods goes viral for all the wrong reasons yeah. in Riviera. You saw this? Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods had some explaining to do Friday about a putter so cold it left him on the verge of missing the cut and about a chauvinist prank he played yes. on Justin Thomas in the Genesis Invitational. Yes. He handed him a tampon. In his return to elite competition for the first time in seven months, Woods caused quite a buzz in the opening round for all the wrong reasons. It started when he ripped a 323-yard drive some 10 yards longer than the 29-year-old Thomas, Walking off the tee, Woods discreetly put something in Thomas's hand, which Thomas tossed to the ground when he realized that it was a tampon. Right, he handed to him remind a Thomas that Woods hit it farther. Yes, Woods laughed and put his arms around Thomas. Social media came to life the moment it was posted on Friday. One fan shouted "tampon" at Woods after he made a putt. Woods apologized yeah. after he his uh, bogey bogey finish for seventy four in the second round, which left him over the projected cut line, but. He was like yesterday. I mean, you heard that. He was, I don't know, what do they say, four under par? Two under. I mean, that's still good. Okay. You know, he might not make the cut. But. but he was doing pretty good. It was supposed to be all fun and games, and obviously it hasn't turned out that way, Wood said. If I offended anybody in any way, shape, Jesus, or form, man. I'm sorry. I saw that. It was like, not intended what? to be that way. It was just we play pranks on one another all the time, and virally I think this did not come across that way. Lighten up, people. Right. Lighten up. You are going to have to lighten up at some point. <laughs> yes, he outdrove the guy, so he handed him a tampon, meaning you hit like a woman. <laughs> There's a rule on the golf course, and I think most people who play golf will know, if you hit a shot and it doesn't make it past the women's tee, you got to play with your wiener out to prove that you're a man the rest of the hole. Now, listen, I don't. it doesn't even really need to be argued about. I saw some people saying, like, oh, it's just saying that women are inherently weak. Well, I... Maybe that's what the tampon says, uh, that women are inherently weaker than men. But I'll tell you what does say uh, that women are inherently weaker than women. Men, you play from the women's tee. There is a women's tee and a men's tee. And they do it because you can't hit the ball as far. So when he's making fun of someone for not hitting the ball as far, he's handing them a tampon saying... Uh, maybe you should hit it. If you want to drive it as far as me, why don't you hit it from the women's tee? Yeah. That's what we're upset about? Of course. Are you surprised? I, I mean, I could have predicted that people would, I would be upset I about that. I didn't think, honestly, when I saw the Tampa thing, I didn't think that I would start seeing these. Tiger Woods is saying women are inherently weaker. I'm like, it's well, a he, sexist joke. It's chauvinistic. It's a chauvinistic prank. I, I, we're gonna, we are literally going to have to get to where I said we have to get. There is no women's golf. There is no men's golf. You just hit from the same tees. I mean, that's what some people want, I guess. I'm, I'm a little confused by all this. And, you know, we can talk about it until we're blue in the face. I'm not exactly sure. Then I hear other people say, no, no, no. We worked hard to have women's sports and be a separate thing. So it is a separate thing. So, you know. 
It's and a you have thing. women's tees. And you have women. That's a separate spot. Right. From the driver. Why? Because you can't hit the ball as far. So they move the tee forward for you. So when a man outdrives another man by 20, he says, well, maybe you want to hit as far as me, hit from the women's tee. So what he did, and he didn't just, if you saw it, he didn't just throw it at him. <laughs> he didn't, like, take it out and be like, look at that. Here's a tampon. He had it with him. And he handed and it he, to him. Discreetly handed it to him, and a cameraman got a shot. I mean, their hands are like this, and he's like, whoop. And then, you know, his partner, who was his friend, was like, oh, son of a bitch. Right. right. And threw it down. And that's it. Come on, man. Lighten up, people. We're doomed. You got to lighten up. Right. We have to lighten up. Please lighten up at some point. We are, we are going to be doomed if we can't lighten up. I, I don't understand it. It's a joke. It's a joke. Right. Do you think that that means that Tiger Woods thinks less of women right. and, and then that he wanted everyone to know that he thinks less of women by, by, right. do, by, by handing this guy a temple? That's what you no. think? It's a guy. What he thinks is that you can't hit the golf ball as far. It's a guy busting another guy's balls. Right. right. Who's saying you're joke. 20 yards behind me, which is the distance of the women's tee. Yeah. So why don't you put this in? Right. Now, did he have it with him because he was <laughs> ready and hoping he would get to use it? Yes. yes. Of course. Yes. That's how men behave. <laughs> right. And are you saying that all of that, everything we do is bad? Maybe you are. But I'm saying, lighten up. Yes. Everyone, lighten up. Imagine lies with the men. Because you know there are men on Twitter. I wouldn't have to look long to find some men who are upset about what Tiger did. Imagine being one of those guys. Snow Cone. Right over there. I don't think Snow Cone's saying, hey, you can't say that. That's chauvinistic. Unless his girlfriend told him to. I don't see that happening. He wouldn't (laughs) say it out loud because he's simping for everybody. (laughs) All right. And she says, I can't tweet it, so I need you to do it. He's like, okay, hon. I don't think you should be handing it I agree anyway. You know what? That's not funny. I used to like him. I don't like him. (laughs) Tearing down down the life without women. I'm like, oh, God. We all came from women. Yeah. If you're here today, boom. I was raised by women. That's where it came from. Disrespectful. Yeah. Uh, You know what? That's not cool, guys. Okay. (laughs) Is that the wrap it up there? Women can do anything men can do. Yeah. I mean, there is women's tees, but there's a reason for that. Because they have to be the giver of life. It's the Church of Laszlo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.